0: Well, good morning. Uh, we're privileged to have Scott and Christina McIntyre with us this morning and Christian, their little boy uh, here, first time, eight months old today, right? Yes. Isn't that awesome? Is. So there he is. Yeah, Christian Scott McIntyre. So it's a great, uh, a great name and we're going to take a few minutes and I'm going to uh, ask Scott some questions. We're going to do a little interview. I have my notes here. I promised him no huge surprises. You know, I'm not going to ask him his deepest you sin or anything. surprise me. It's yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Um, many of you know about Scott and you know uh, American Idol and uh, all the things, you know, the, some of the obstacles that he's had overcome in his life. The thing that, um, two things I want you to know, Scott and Christina were married right here at North. Uh, we we consider him some of our kids, uh, but also, uh, you know, with all the talent, with all the you know notoriety, all the things in their lives, they love Jesus, and that's really what he wants to communicate today is the difference that Christ has made uh, in his life. So Scott, um, I learned something new about you last week that you also play guitar and percussion. So just saying, maybe next time we need to get you on the drums or something, all right? Yes, okay. exactly.
1: Although Matt did a great job. Matt is great as awesome. me, yeah. And yeah.
0: when when uh, when your, your buddy who's playing the violin today, I want to make sure he gets introduced. And, Peter. Yeah.
1: Peter Drown on the violin. Yeah, and of course, terrific. we have Aaron on guitar.
0: Yep. Yeah, Aaron. So it's a Matt, great Peter little ensemble. You
1: can give him a hand <laughs> right now, yeah. It's a pleasure playing with those guys. Yeah, I used to make everything into a drum, Larry. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, muffin tins or whatever it was. So That's right. Drums were fun. Yeah. I,
0: I seem to remember Aaron doing that too. So, uh, Okay, so I want to get to the, 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 the deep question first. You know, a lot's happened in your life since American Idol. Um, so the question on every tip of everyone's tongue is, who do you, who do you still keep in touch with?
1: I, uh, I'm actually going to just take this out, and then we can, then we can talk like this. Um, I, I keep in touch with a lot of the, uh, the guys from American Idol, uh, and, and girls I, we tend to run into them at events and things you know and uh, I went back to the final finale of American Idol although now it's now it's coming back it's only a year off feels a little I was kind of looking forward to to a break you know um, but uh, we were back at the, the final finale the other year and you kind of just run into everyone so it's it's a little bit of a, of a reunion or a fraternity kind of experience um, just saying hello to old friends and new friends. But one person I do stay in touch with a lot is Danny Gokey. I'll mention him just because I really like him. And he was, uh, uh, I featured him on my Lighthouse album. So we actually sang, uh, he did a guest vocal on there. It's kind of a duet. Uh, he comes in a little later in the song, but um, it was a really fun song for me to do and fun for us to do that together. And I got to uh, produce that song as well. So it was fun to work with his voice. He has an amazing voice.
0: All right, so a lot's happened in the last year and a half uh, in your life. So would you just, uh, you, you were here with us almost a year and a half ago. Would you catch us up a little bit?
1: Yeah, definitely. So some of you may, you know, may follow me and know some of the story, but you know, before American Idol, I never talked about this on Idol, but I, I had had a kidney transplant before American Idol. And so American Idol for me was, was a big thing. You know, I had gone from not being able to play the piano even in my own home to, to making music on that big stage, right? And so uh, God literally took me from a very difficult place to a, a very, very amazing place with this, this huge platform. And it's because of that transplant that I auditioned for American Idol, that I uh, married Christina, and that I'm, you know, in a way able to be here with you today. Uh, but transplanted kidneys don't last forever. So just to catch you up to speed in case you don't know, um, a few few days before one of my albums came out, I was uh, just recently I was put back on the waiting list for a second kidney transplant, and uh, eight years with the first kidney, and then it was time uh, for another another journey through that another another search for a kidney, and you don't always get the uh, you know the kidney or the happy ending or the the solution to your problem in in this lifetime, and so I didn't know if I'd have another transplant and the story for me definitely changed um, from one of kind of talking about how God had delivered me from something to now how, you know, how do I walk with God through something? Because you don't know if it's, if it's ever going to be taken away. Now, in, in April of 15, I did get the call I was waiting for. A, a donor was approved to donate their kidney to me. It was a living donor, but she was anonymous. And so uh, I went through my second successful kidney transplant not knowing who it was that was saving my life. And uh, I, I, I got to meet her six weeks later, once I had made a full recovery. She had three kids. Um, she was 27 years old at the time. Um, we just had Mother's Day last week, and here was, here was a mother who, who had three kids. She gave more. She gave me her kidney, and I just gave her a hug, and I said, uh, I said, you saved my life. And uh, the coolest part is that she not only allowed me to have my life back, but as you said, she allowed us to create a new life. That was, that was not possible while I was in kidney failure. And we're so happy that our son, Christian, was born last year in September.
0: Now, the, the story about that, though, because we were praying with you um, when you were on the waiting list, and uh, pretty remarkable how she found out that you had a need. Would you just share that with the church?
1: Yeah. So she was. Um, uh, she was. She was listening to a radio show. I think it was. Um, I think it was Karen Kingsbury's radio show, uh, which she, she no longer does. But uh, I was on that, and it it uh, it goes all over. So we had no idea. You know, when we found this out, we still didn't know where. You know, where she had heard it, where it could have been. But uh, out of all the places, my donor lives right outside of Nashville. And uh, so we've been able to stay in touch. But she was listening to this radio show. She usually just listens to the music. She doesn't really like talk shows or interviews. She usually you know, changes the channel if, if someone starts to talk. And, uh, but for some reason, she heard me talking about organ donation, and she just stayed there on that, that station for a minute. And she had never watched American Idol. She didn't know my music, um, but something about what I was saying um, apparently touched her, and and she had this voice in the back of her head saying, "Why couldn't it be you to uh, to do something?" And then she found out I needed a, a kidney, and um, she just couldn't escape that voice. It kept telling, her, "Why couldn't it be you to help him?" And eventually, she called Vanderbilt, and out of all the people that underwent some amount of testing, she was the best match, and uh, she's doing very well today. She just had a checkup and, uh, she's completely normal with one kidney. Um, just
0: bless her for listening to the Lord and, and responding. Uh, that's a, for a mother of three little ones, 27 year old, that's a courageous thing. So, uh, and it's such a
1: cool parallel too, you know, because to, to Christianity, because here I was powerless to, to do anything about my own situation. Right. And, uh, uh, I, I needed someone to step in. there was no i i can 't overcome kidney failure on my own. I, you eventually die. your body breaks down there 's dialysis for a time, but after years on dialysis you you will pass away so it takes someone to step in on your behalf and even though i i didn 't know her, so I could not do anything to deserve it couldn 't even offer anything because i didn't know her and that 's what Christ does to us. I think organ donation is one of the best uh, physical, tangible expressions and metaphors we have uh, of what Christ does, because we're powerless to save ourselves from our sin, and Christ steps in on our behalf before we know Him uh, to offer that to us.
0: For the folks that uh, don't know you as well, would you share a little bit of your eye condition?
1: Yes. Um, so, I'm, I'm almost completely blind, it's kind of like looking through a little coffee straw, if you can imagine that, or on a on a computer screen, it's uh, it's about the size of a mouse cursor on the computer screen. So it's very it's very small. It's been the same since birth, um, but I think it's taught me a lot about how God wants us to uh, to chase after Him and and to trust Him, you know. And and I've seen that in other other things in life, which we can talk about, but. Uh, you know, I'd, I've literally had to trust my whole life, trust people not to run me into things, trust, you know, trust that when I take a step, the, uh, the ground is going to be there in front of me if I've memorized a, a root or something. And so it really, just, it really taught me a lot about trusting others and trusting God.
0: So uh, all of us, you know, when we listen to Scott sing and watch him play the keyboard, you know, he's, he's memorized all the lyrics, to the hymns and to the songs, and he's memorized. Yeah, except for
1: that first one, obviously. If you were here early, one word, one word. It it's always p- happens. Yeah. Pretty, pretty spectacular. And the words are up there too, so I have no out, right? <laughs> I, you know that I messed up.
0: Okay, so um, you've been a dad for eight months. How how have you seen Christ in new ways, uh, being a dad?
1: Uh, well, first of all, it's. Being being a dad has been amazing. I thought I would be really excited to um, to relate to him when he's when he's older, and when you know I can teach him more things, and when I can understand exactly what he's saying, and we can communicate in that way uh, with with real words. Uh, but I was wrong. I was really really surprised that I love the baby stage. Um, it is it is so cool, and it's it's taught me a couple things. Um, and Christina and I are, are way behind on this journey than, than most of you in this room. But I will say that um, if you haven't thought about this before, it, it's, it's worth thinking about. I think it teaches us a lot about, about two different sides of this, how, how God relates to us, maybe how he, you know, we'll just say that, how he relates to us, um, and then how, how we should relate to God. So how, how does God relate to us? Well, I'm, you know, Christina and I are watching Christian, and he's just like this, you know, this little guy that doesn't, um, he can't survive apart from our presence. You know, and uh, I think sometimes we forget we, we can't survive uh, apart from God's presence. Apart from God's presence, all is lost. Every breath we have is is a gift from God. Um, you know, so it's, it, it and we don't, we don't realize how involved he is in our lives and how dependent we are on him sometimes. And then I think about it from the other perspective of, you know, how should we relate to God? Well, Christian as as a baby, and this, you know, obviously this will change as he grows a little bit and he will he will, will this instead of just doing it out of instinct. But it's the same thing. The same thing applies. You know, he he uh, is not ashamed to cry out. Uh, in desperation, you know, and he he has he has faith that if he cries out, that someone will come to uh, to help him. He's not, you know, he he doesn't um, he's not above being vulnerable. He's not above uh, asking for help, and he he trusts without uh, understanding everything. You know, um, do we trust? God, when we don't understand what he's doing, when we, when we can't understand everything about who he is, um, do, we, do we even trust in the fact that he is beyond our understanding? How much, how much do we trust God? Um, I think that's one reason the Bible talks about a childlike faith.
0: You're going to do a couple more songs for us right now, and then I'll come back and have a Few more questions okay, for you, right?
1: Cool. Well, let's bring uh, Peter and Aaron back up here. We're gonna do a song called uh, called Through the Eyes of Jesus.
2: See myself so clearly All my present, all my past Still I see the world so dimly Like a piece of faded glass All my life I've been blind To everyone but me Stuck inside me and mine oh how i need to see through the eyes of jesus there's a world so in need of a love love me love the broken-hearted. let me stand for the least of these give me strength to break the bondage father set the captives free here am i lord my love
1: You know, I talk about the uh, the transplant experience and uh, just that second transplant. I decided to be very public about and I, and you know without knowing the outcome. And uh, I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, God God has so much for us here in this life. He also has has things in the future. And I don't know if you've thought about this recently, but whether you uh, you've been walking with Christ for a long time or whether you have no idea what I mean by a relationship with Jesus Christ. I just want to encourage you with something today before we, we sing this next song. Um, you know, Jesus, the hope we talk about in Jesus Christ is not just about the forgiveness of sin now. It's about restoration and recreation uh, later. You know, there, there's a reason when we look around at the at the world, whether it's our relationships here or whether it's stuff happening around the world in the community, overseas, Um, it doesn't sit right with us. You know, it just, it bothers us. Sin bothers us. You know, when God created the world, it was perfect. It was good, right? And uh, it was the way it was meant to be. And he gave us an incredible gift, the gift of of free will to choose. And it didn't take us long to choose our, our, our own desires, ourselves, over God's desires for us. That's what sin is, choosing ourselves over God. Uh, and God is a, is a just God. He will not allow evil to go unpunished. He can't in the end, but he's also a loving God, right? And, and so he sent his son Jesus to pay the penalty we should have paid for sin, to die in our place so that the, the slate could be wiped clean for us. But he also said he's coming again. He said he's coming again to make the new earth and the new heaven and make things the way they were the way they were intended to be, they will be again. And, so, and, and that's really helped me to let go of some things, you know, to let go, if I don't have the perfect body in this life, if, if I feel like I'm gonna miss out on some things in this life because my health is not perfect, or my, my, this is not perfect, or this situation, or this relationship, uh, there's hope of that being completely made new in Jesus Christ someday. And it just it kinda changes everything once you realize that that our, our peak is not here. It's it's in, in that recreation and that ultimate restoration of things to how they were meant to be. So we're gonna sing a song called Redeemer.
2: standing at a crossroads, and you're just about to lose hope. Feeling like there's nowhere else to go, when your burdens leave you weak. and the darkness makes it hard to see lift your eyes to the hills where your help comes from lift your eyes to the hills where your help comes from And hold on when your heart is broken hold on when you feel Saturday someday everything will be made new hold on hold on your redeemer's coming Real on Sunday, someday everything will be made new Hold on, hold on, your Redeemer's coming soon
1: Our Redeemer's coming soon, do you believe that? We're going to sing this bridge together, Redeemed, How I Love to Proclaim It. I'll teach it to you. You can join in as you get it. We'll sing it together. Redeemed.
2: Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through His infinite mercy, His child, His child, forever I am, redeemed, how I love to proclaim
0: So, um, I have one more question that might lead to another, but uh, with all of the challenges in your life, and yet how God has blessed you, and, and uh, how your heart is so tender to the Lord, um, how do you, uh, kidney transplants, you know, uh, I don't know how you always feel about your concert stuff, and your CD sales, and your book sales, but how do you deal with discouragement uh, in your life? I think it would be a Really helpful for all of us today. Yeah.
1: You know the the first thing, uh, this is probably the hardest question to answer. You know, it's the first thing is discouragement is is, is normal to feel. I think, right? We agree on that. Um, it's a human emotion, and uh, we're gonna feel that, and so it's it's what you what you do with it. You know. Um, unless we're talking about, you know, discouragement from other people. But I think just that, just let's talk about that feeling of, you know, of just, you had an expectation and it, it wasn't met, you know? And uh, we have all sorts of expectations in, in this life. I think it's in those moments where uh, I've, I've learned to ask and I would, I would encourage each of us to, uh, to ask a couple questions. And one is, do I really believe that God is sovereign? Do I really believe that God is sovereign? And uh, if so, then, then he's, he's a part of this. He knows about this. He's a part of this. He can work through this. And second question would be, do I actually believe that, that uh, God uh, means what he says when he says he will work uh, all of these things together for his glory, first of all, and, and also for the good of those who serve him? Um, and we could go a bunch of places with that. But I just kind of I, I sit down, and the, the older I get, the more quickly this happens. But the, you know, a horrible thing could happen to me, and I, I'm learning to, uh, you know, once I, once I get through the disappointment or the, the feeling of anger or the feeling of hurt or whatever, whatever discouragement has happened in your life, uh, I get to a point more quickly. If I go to, go to God in prayer and go to him in his word where I can say, uh, like I was saying about with the transplant, God, what do you want me to learn through this time? What are you trying to teach me through this time? Because I could just focus on the pain or the, or the discouragement and disappointment itself, but then I could miss something that God has for me. So yes, it's, it's going to be painful at times. Yes, our expectations are not going to be met, but don't miss the bigger picture, uh, that God's will will be accomplished, and so how can we, how can I, how can you be a part of that, even in uh, the disappointments? And um, I would say those, those two things I mentioned, going to God in prayer, and uh, I found that when, when I'm closer to him in his word, he has a way of, of moving um, the, the, the word of God, is inseparable from the presence of God. And uh, there's, there, there, there's an amazing uh, window into, into what God wants to do into your life when you just, when you just give him that chance and you open the word. Um, and so those two things, I think, will help move you in that direction. They've definitely helped me move in that direction and turn disappointment and, and discouragement into an opportunity to trust him.
0: Awesome. We're going to close with a couple more songs this morning, and then um, we're going to stand uh, and invite Christina up, and we're going to pray for Scott and Christina, but uh, a couple more songs, all right?
1: Okay, cool.
2: swallowed up in night, when you can barely see the light, look for me. When all your strength of heart is gone, when you are barely holding on, reach for me. In every time when you're in need, I am hope you can find me on the way to every story's happy ending. You don't know. But you won't give up while you still know my name. I am hope. I am hope. When you get caught up in the rush, Broken, bruised and out of touch Cling to me When all your bridges burn away When there is nothing left to say Pray for me When you can't find Your victory I am hope you can find me on the way to every story's happy ending. You don't know how to make it through the pain, but you won't give up while you still know my name. Hope. Don't ever settle for defeat. Just hold your head up and believe. As long as you are breathing, there is hope. Be
1: Thank you guys so much. I really do uh, pray that you find hope in Jesus Christ this morning. Um, I'm sure Pastor Larry or anyone else here at the church would love to talk to you if you have questions about that, if I can just throw that out there. Didn't tell them I was going to do that, but I'm sure they'd be happy to talk to you. And um, and I'd be happy to talk to you too. We will be out at the table after. Come uh, uh, contribute to the diaper fund. I would be so, so thankful. Um, but seriously, this is, uh, this is our ministry and what we do, and, and North Bible Church has been so genera- generous in bringing us here, and um, I would love to share the music with you guys if you feel like taking it home. We have the USB drive, which is the newest thing, and get all the albums on that. Um, and we have some other things in the book back there as well. So I wanted to close with one song that's, uh, that's from the new release, Hope is Rising. This is the song Hope is Rising, and uh, I got to do something really cool this year I wanted to do something to not only tell my transplant story but tell the greater story of organ donation and uh, just because it's such a such a great parallel for christianity too like we were saying and uh, and so i i uh, reached out to a bunch of organizations that i've worked with over the years and in this video uh, you will not only see real footage of my transplant journey not the transplant don't worry just the transplant journey. I want to be clear about that. (laughs) Um, And you will also see thousands of people running and walking and living because of organ donation. Some of them are families of donors who have passed away and given their organs so that other people can live. Some of these people are living donors. Some of them are recipients of transplants like myself. And... uh, uh, we put this, uh, we debuted this in front of a bunch of people in California the other week, and then we put it out on my Facebook, Scott Mac Official. And uh, so if you'd like to find it later and share it with your friends, I would love you to do that. It's such a powerful video, and it's been touching lives in a, in a really special way. So I'm honored that I get to share it with you now this morning. This is the Hope is Rising music video.
2: We fall, but we get back up The pain is not enough To hold us back I know we can make it through We walk, but we don't grow faint We run till we see the day when all that's lost is found and made brand new every step is a step worth taking every day is a day worth living Like a fire in the sky, we are lighting up the night, hope is right, hope is rising, for a dream we can't deny, we will not give up the fight, hope is right, hope is rising. THIS LIFE IS A PRECIOUS GIFT IN HOPE WE CAN RISE AGAIN TO MEET TOMORROW'S SUFFERING WITH OPEN HANDS. OH, LIKE A FIRE IN THE SKY WE ARE LIGHTING UP THE NIGHT hope is right hope is rising for a dream we can't deny we will not give up the fight hope is right hope is rising higher than the sun oh we will overcome we're stronger than our scars oh we have come this far hope is right hope is rising like a fire in the sky we are lighting up the night hope is right hope is rising for a dream we can't deny we will not give up the fight hope is right hope is rising oh yeah is rising
1: thank you guys so much
0: Would you stand with me, please? Okay, I think we, maybe we should have shown that first. That's kind of hard to watch. But uh, we're gonna pray for these guys, and uh, uh, you know, one Sunday when I stood up here, I just told you I loved you, and it kind of came out accidentally, really, even, and, and then I just haven't been able to stop for 10 years, right? Uh, and I love these guys, too. They're, they're part of our family here. We claim them, and uh, so it's always fun for me when I get to introduce people I love to each other, and th- that's what today is. So we're so grateful to have you, and would you join me in prayer for Scott and Christina? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for Scott and Christina. Thank you, Lord, first and foremost, for their heart for you, uh, Lord, for their desire to serve you and to follow you. Uh, Lord, I pray right now and I'm so grateful that we can pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you would bless them. I pray for a Christian, Lord, that you would protect him and grow him and healthy vibrant little boy i pray lord for scott's health that you would continue to give him strength and energy to do the work that you've called him to i i pray for christina as she holds all of this together and and serves her family lord that you would bless her and give her strength lord be their strength thank you for the friends that they have in nashville who come around them thank you for the family and friends here in scottsdale who love them bless them lord keep them We give you all the praise and the honor and the glory in jesus name amen